Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary In Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Well, thank you guys for being here again. Now we can start the show. Uh, we have another great show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview is actor, writer, and comedian Sam Morell. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You know to go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out is for Paul Pepper. Say hi to Paul Pepper. Can I say it five times fast? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I love that name. Hello, yeah. Paul. <laughs> and I'm sorry, that's Dr. Paul Pepper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paulie Peppers, how you doing? There you go. And I would like to begin today's proceedings by yielding the floor to one Phil Tagliferi. That's T-A-G-L-I-A Ferry. The mic's are Every yours, time Phil. I hear my last name, I hear you saying that. It's just that for the rest of my life, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I got some news. Uh, everybody's sitting down. Good. I have accepted a cruise contract for, wait for it, the rest of the year. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yep. Well, congratulations, man. So mm-hmm. nice knowing all of you. I'll see you later. <laughs> Love, exciting and new. Yeah. I'm going away. Yeah. For so, the rest of the year. He's being shanghai Yeah. He, he, he accepted a cruise contract, which basically means he, he's going to work on a Staten Island ferry. <laughs> hey, I've worked that. That's a pretty good gig. Yeah. Token, token, token. So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no, but here's the thing, man. You know, I haven't obviously done a whole lot of stand up just on Zoom, and I'm tired of that. And I just, uh, it's a very lucrative contract offer. I don't have to fly a million times. And I, when they offered it to me, I was like, you know what? Yes, I'll take it. Basically, it's like a vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, here's yeah. the thing. First of all, uh, and and I don't want you, whoever's listening to the show, allegedly we're going to be able to do the show because Phil has high-speed internet, he keeps telling me. Is, and he's going to have like a drink in one hand floating in the pool during the podcast? I don't know. However he however he lives his life. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely won't have a drink. But yeah, I and I won't be in the pool either. I'll be quarantining in my cabin. First of all, they're giving me a suite with a balcony. How about that? Great. Oh, so that's that's great. Cool. Now we know where you're going to jump from. <laughs> Why? He's quarantining, which means he's got to be with him for two weeks. Oh, two weeks, man. oh they have tight gonna, rules, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I have to go to the ship. I got to stay in there in the cabin for two weeks. In the cabin by myself. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to give you as a going away present, Phil? I'm going to give you a rock hammer and a poster of Raquel Welch. <laughs> I'm an institutionalized man now. That's Phil Tag crawled through a river of shit. Hey, you know what? Here's listen. I, I'm I'm looking at it as an adventure. Okay. I'm uh, and here's what I did. I emptied my apartment, as you well know. Mm-hmm. I'm getting out of my apartment. I'm not going to have rent. My mindset is going to be this is going to be my apartment. Great. While I'm there, that's my mindset. That's what's going to get me through that. A lot of people would think it's like a vacation. It's it's a dream job. That's yeah. what a lot of people, except Adam, would think. Oh, yeah. I'd go out of my mind if I was stuck with me. So you can't go by me. Well, you have the ocean to look at. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- th- that's the final horizon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it, man. I just, uh, I'm looking forward to doing stand-up again on a stage. I mm-hmm. don't know what you know what that's like, Adam. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm used to doing it on land. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, when Phil asked me what I think, and I said, and you know, the money's great. He's, he was the first call they made. I said, you got it. You, you cannot not take this, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, the show will survive. We will, we're going to do the best we can. Uh, hopefully, everything is going to work. We're not going to miss a beat. Uh, Phil got rid of his apartment. I was over his apartment the other day. Mm-hmm. All he has in there is an air mattress and a desk. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm sleeping on a balloon, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That's what I'm... And it's leaking. It it's leaks, leaking. Mark. I go to sleep on an air mattress. I wake up on the floor. That's my life right now. That's the worst. I think Horrible. we've all slept on an air mattress. Horrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they wanted me to take a physical, which I get, by the way, you know, because I'm going to be out there for a while. Yeah, but you're not going to be rowing. What do they care? <laughs> I don't know. They wanted me to take a colorblind test, which I didn't understand at all. It's like, you know, do you, can you see traffic lights? I'm, you know, I'm not going to be driving the boat. You understand that, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. And even if I was, I'm pretty sure there's no traffic lights in the ocean. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And if there is, the stop is on top. It's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> right. But whatever. It's all part of the deal. It's when, when in doubt, anchor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know where you're going on this on the, on the ship? Right, right now, it's going to Alaska. That's in the plans right now. But we'll see what happens. It changes every day. All right. Well, that's, that's going to be beautiful. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'm be on excited. the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It seems beautiful. Seems like, I'm telling you, a vacation job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be dead in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to go back to work, man. I do. I mean, you know, it's going to be great. Yeah. I don't want you to go. I'm going to miss you there. I said it. I love you and I'm going to miss you. I love you too. I'm going to miss you too, but I, I'm going to be on zoom. I'm going to have high speed internet. It's going to be great. Okay, fine. Adam, is this when we want to go over the list of people who want, we wanted to sit in with us in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I, I actually texted Louis Anderson. He's interested, so he might be. Oh, involved. good. Oh, good. Oh, wait, that'd is, be he on, is, is he on the short list, is he? he? He's on the short list, yeah. Okay, all right. I actually I actually tried to communicate my feelings to Phil, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he shunned me. What do you mean? I wrote a note, and I left it for him. I, I left him a message in a bottle, and, and he didn't even read it. That's... And where did you leave this message in a bottle, Adam? Where was the bottle? I left it at sea because I thought it was poetic. <laughs> you left yeah. it at sea. At sea means the toilet. That's where that. That's what that means. You put <laughs> the bottle in the friggin' toilet. Adam. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to like open that up, right? And stick my hands inside of it and read a message from you. No. Yeah. No. Well, I did. And, and by the way, you would be in trouble if you put something in the toilet and made me get it out. <laughs> I do yeah. not like sticking my hand in the toilet. Mm. I think you speak for all of us when you say that, Alex. Yes. <laughs> that is just the yeah. worst. I had, a, I had to like clamp it like I was playing Operation. Like you pull it out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you I have to like sterilize it and double sterilize it and yeah. triple sterilize it. He didn't, but he didn't even read the note. You know why? Because he, he just doesn't care. I would have tossed it too. Yeah. He didn't even read a note in his toilet. <laughs> Listen to yourself. So what did the note say, Adam? I forgot. It was just, I, I was... <laughs> It was just for effect. Fun voyage. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, we're going to miss you. If people want to track you, Phil, what is the name of... People want to track you. Phil on the high seas. What is is the name of the ship? And if it is the Flying Dutchman, I'm not going to let you get on it. Yeah. uh, All I will say is it's a beautiful, big, beautiful ship, but I can't say the name. Is the name of the ship the SS Minnow, perhaps, Phil? (laughs) (laughs) Phil, is this ship an imaginary ship? Yeah, Phil, are you the only one that can see this ship? (laughs) (laughs) Is it like Wonder Woman's invisible jet? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to give that information out. I had a stalker in the past, and I just, you know, I'd rather not risk it. It's too late, Phil. I know where you're going. <laughs> Adam the stalker. That's Message right. in a bottle. That you won't read just to hurt me. You'll find other ways, Phil. Yeah. Trust me. By the way, the, the name of the ship is... That's it. Oh, the yeah. SS Philip. I love it. Well, here, here's what I like about this. This is the, the current situation. You got this offer and you made the best of it. So that I, I, I'm very proud of you. I'm going to miss you. We love you. And hopefully uh, we, will, we will do the best we can with the circumstances given us. And we're going to do the best we can with what we have. Right. We're, we're going to light a candle rather than curse the darkness. I like to say we're going to make chicken salad out of chicken chip. And my wife hates that phrase. Yes. Okay. And that's what I like about Sam Morell. He did a special during the pandemic on rooftops. He filmed at a rooftop concert and put a special together because that's what was available to him. So uh, I just thought that was great. And I think he's very funny. And I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed talking to him. You guys listen to this and we will see you on the other side. Being quarantined for a long period of time can make anyone feel uneasy. While your mental health should be taken seriously all the time, Approaching stress with a calm and practical perspective is essential. He'll be dead in a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. 30 minutes, my ass. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, guys. I got a couple of stand updates for you. Tomorrow night, June 4th, I'm going home to Strong Island. I will be at the brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. And then Saturday morning, June 5th, I am waking up, getting in the car, and driving down to Royersford, Pennsylvania. I will be back at Soul Joel's. There's a link for tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. I hope you can make one of these gigs. And as always, if you can, come up after the show and let me thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, let's listen to Sam Morell. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is an actor-comedian who started his career as an intern on The Colbert Report. 
He went on to play himself in the movie Joker, and his new comedy special is called Up on the Roof, which you can see on YouTube right now. Traffic drives us both insane. We both have done shows with our mothers. We both have ADD, so God knows where this interview is going to go. He's a very funny man with luxurious eyebrows. Ladies and gentlemen, boys Thank and girls, <laughs> help me welcome Sam Morell. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty good, man. Shows are starting in New York, so that's it affects my mood more than yeah. I, would, I would like it to. But yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I miss the road. I'm excited to yeah. get, like, hard on the road mm -hmm. because it, it changes your act as you know like doing i'm doing like four sets a night now again i'm doing the comedy cellar a bunch you mm -hmm. bouncing around those rooms and then it's crazy i was doing a restaurant show through the pandemic and it right. was cool but it was people that were there for me i need the i need the people that don't know me yeah because <laughs> i want i want the jokes to be good and yeah. they're not as they'll laugh at shit they'll give you the benefit of the doubt sometimes when mm -hmm. they're there for you yeah, it's getting that feedback, and it shapes the art. You know, it's like, look, there's stages in the creation process I love. Like, first is just my notebook. I, I have a notebook, and I got the pens I like to write with, and that's the most intimate part of creation right there, just scribbling it in a notebook. Then it's got to go into the computer for me. I hate that part. Then I try it on stage, and it's clunky and everything, but then I listen to the game tape because I audio record everything, and that's when it starts to shape and everything. And if I do the road... You know, I could start on a Thursday. I get an idea on the plane, scribble it in a book. By Sunday, I either got a bit or I realized, well, this what this I didn't work. You know? Yeah, I have the same routine, man. I love it. I have the yeah. I'll do the notebook, computer. I'll email it to myself so I can scroll a little more quickly if I mm -hmm. want to find a joke. But yeah, I, I miss that routine of the flights because that's how we write as comics. Like, you know, people are like, well, you, I bet you've been writing a lot of stand up, you know, this pandemic, but. If we're not on stage, people don't get that. We're not just, we're not just, we're not J.D. Salinger. We don't lock ourselves in a shed and just write. We need shit in our life to happen, you know? So, but it's like, we need motion. That's, yeah. that's how we are. And I, I've talked to friends who who say, yeah, man, I really, the shows were the pressure to write. And I, mm -hmm. and I felt the way I would try to do a lot of topical stuff. So having no outlet for that is is hard. Now that we have the outlet again, it's pushing me. I love it. Yeah. We were left our own devices to find that audience while, during the pandemic. And you did something I loved. You did actually a show with your mom. And I did the same yeah. thing. I actually have- Did you really? Oh, yeah. I have, I've had my mom as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> I've had, I interviewed my mom at full, and then I had her tell a story about how I went to school because she hit a hard eight at a crap table. <laughs> so- <laughs> I, I, my mom's a wealth of information and she, and she's, she's funny. She just doesn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's funny too. I will run bits by my mom. So mm -hmm. I figured like, why not, if she's okay with it, let's, you know, I have no place to tell bits right yeah. now. So this was early in the pandemic when I really, I wasn't even really doing zoom shows yet. Mm -hmm. I did a couple, but there weren't that many. And right. I just figured, yeah, let's see what we got. And, and she was down and she gives good feedback. And funny feedback. She's so well read. And, mm -hmm. and here's what you don't want to hear after you're running a bit by someone. Actually, I'm like, all right, I said something incorrect. Here we go. Here's the lecture. Or, you know, my mom, I'll say, oh, I need less of this. Fewer. Thanks, mom. Ma, I'm not here for syntax. I'm here for I think, a response. I think I was like, I, I need less grammar Nazis. Fewer grammar Nazis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fraulein. <laughs> but I love this. I actually found this clip, Sam. I want to play this for you. Hold on one second. All right. So a man in California was uh, seeing... Oh, don't you want to have like an intro with me? Hi, Mom. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Uh, I, and then uh, go into it? 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Should we do that? Yeah. All right. Hey, mom. Hi. How you doing? Can dad? I think dad is doing dishes right behind you. Can you not do that for like ten minutes? <laughs> Did you hear that, Mark? <laughs> Could you not do the dishes while we do that? I'll do it later. Sure. Okay. So big snacks are always called party size, right? But a handle of bourbon doesn't get a fun nickname. You know, it's never like, hey, I'll get the tequila fiesta edition. You know, or like you get pretzels, they assume you're having company. You get a 64 ounce bottle of gin. They're like, all right, this is just for you. Um, enjoy walk, or working on your novel. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm not sure that's <laughs> What do you think? I mean, I'm, I guess I know now. Uh, <laughs> what else? That's great. <laughs> she really, she really, I mean, these were like what I'm like, I was like open micing it for my mom. Right. I was, I, 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 that's. Oh, really is the best reaction to a joke. <laughs> oh, really? She'll do another one I love where she'll say, tell me some jokes that are working on stage. She'll tell her and, and she'll go, that hit? Yeah, that- <laughs> well, I told you when I had confidence in that I now don't have confidence in. Thanks, mom. My mother, Sam, my mother will watch me on TV. Like I'll do yeah. you know, whatever stand up we're doing or doing panel or something. And she's like, Adam, why do you tell these stories? I don't know. Wait, where do you get this from? She's really like, it's fun to have a support. Like I am, I realize I'm very lucky. Not yeah. everyone has supportive parents yeah. and my mom really is supportive and she really like. I mean, of course it's, it's mixed. Mm. I mean, like I've seen her in the crowd at shows before where, uh, I'll tell a salacious story or something. And I just see her put her head down. Like, right, oh. yeah. and I'm like, well, can you do it? Not an eyesight. So I don't have to see your horror <laughs> while telling the bit. Like, so she is all, but then she's also like, I love this bit or like, it's yeah. uh, not everyone as a mom. I have friends who are like, my parents have never seen me do stand up or really. Or, and that's yeah, sure. And that, that sucks. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool. My parents live in the city. So it's cool that they, you know, they'll support, yeah. they'll support my dream. It's, yeah. it's nice. Not every, not every kid grew up with that. So I, I feel I had the same grateful thing. for yeah, sure. I'm, I'm glad you're grateful. Cause I am too. And it was, it, it would be aberrant to me if my family wasn't there. It was like, my family, you know what my family was? It's like um, when uh, Michael Corleone's hiding in Italy, and he's like, I want to meet your daughter. And the entire family's walking behind him. That's my family, Sam. I did a show yes. for the, uh, I think it was Toyota Comedy Festival. I did something at the uh, 92nd Street Y or some, some place we had to do a show. My father rented a bus, like one of those little, little bus, like those little airport shuttle buses <laughs> that take you to the Sheridan. Yeah. He loaded all the old gindaloons up into this way. all went into the city. Adam's doing a show. Get in the bus. <laughs> he all came in and it was hot. It was during the summertime and there was no air conditioning on the bus. So my mother like walked into the, the theater before everybody. The stage manager came over, said, ma'am, you're going to have to leave. And she goes, excuse me, I'm the mother. Okay. I'm the mother of the star of the show. We're staying, work around it, fill out a form, whatever you got to do. We're not leaving. The guy comes backstage, Sam. He's shaking. He's like, there's a woman sitting at the guy. Is it my mother? Yeah. Yeah, stay away from her. You'll be all right. Yeah. It's really like, yeah, it's nice to have that, though. It really is like your whole family comes in. It, it, those shows stress me out, though, because they do. It's hard to just, yeah, well, because you, you want to, if they don't see you all the time, you mm-hmm. want them to be like, all right, he's still good. I know yeah. it's my family and they're, they're not going to change their opinion of me, but my mom will do the, uh, can I say something? And I'm like, oh, here comes <laughs> criticism. All right, what? She's like, you wrote a thing on Facebook that was, I think, very unclassy. Like, she'll like, she'll keep it very real with me, right? Which I guess is, it's nice to have that honest relationship with sure. your mother, but at the same time, 
sometimes I'm like, your anxiety is boundaryless. Oh yeah. And, and you got to chill. I mean, I'm on, I'll do the road. Is everyone you're with vaccinated? I'm yeah. like, in fucking can everyone in the state of Connecticut? I don't think so, mom. <laughs> I, you know, like, so there's a lot of anxiety that makes me like, oh my God, fuck. Mm. Like I feel it in my chest and then I'm like, oh great, my back is out again. I'm sure this had nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my frame is not helping me, but like she is giving it a jump start sometimes. Yeah. You, know? you had an interesting story where you met your biological father late in life. Yeah, I have a great dad. My dad who, my mom uh, got married my, mm-hmm. to my dad who adopted me, who's just like, he's the best dad. I love him. But, uh, you know, I have a biological dad who lives like nine blocks from me. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I would I would see him on the street and be like, oh, let me just hope he doesn't see me. And I'd be like, thank God he didn't see me. I think he's losing his sight or something. I'm like, he didn't, I didn't have to do a stop and chat. Right. Um, yeah, I met him late in life because I was dating a girl in uh, college and both of her parents were psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. So literally every time they'd be like, you've never met him. And I'd be like, and now I haven't. And then she would, I felt like judged at dinner every time I'd have dinner with her family. And right. then, and then I, I'd get in arguments with her and she would do that psychiatrist daughter shit <laughs> where she'd be like, who are you really yelling at? And I'd be like, oh my God, this sucks. You suck. And then- I ended up meeting him and it's weird. He's the only, there's two people. My grandfather looked a little like me. My uncle looks a lot like me. Mm -hmm. My biological dad looks the most like me. He's 86. He's old. Uh, But I got a bunch of questions, Sam. Let's see. Your your mom's straight up with you from the beginning. Yeah. How old were you when you met your biological father? My, I'm not adopted. I'm my mom's biological yeah, son. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, your, your, yeah, your stepfather adopted. He legally me. adopted me. Yeah, that's the term. It seems silly that it's it's that it's like called adopt. Whenever I say ad- I try not to say that because people are like orphanage. I'm like, no, there's other. Yeah. that's the legal term. Well, that's what yeah, uh, you have. A, you have a great bit about it. Let me play the bit because I got a bunch of questions I want to ask you. But sure. this bit just made me laugh out loud. Hold on. I met my biological father very late in life. I had a great mom and dad who raised me. My mom is my biological mom, but then I met my biological dad late in life. The term is legally adopted when he adopts you, even if you're not in a fucking orphanage. They say legally adopted, which is such a dumb term. Legally, what's, you could just say adopted. (laughs) What's illegally adopted? Kidnapping, right? That's... Anyway, first time I met him, though, I, I go to his apartment, and he's just, he's petting a little cat on his lap. And I was like, huh, all right. He's like, yeah, I rescued her from the side of the road and I, I nursed her back to health. I was like, huh. So you did have it in you. <laughs> That's great. That joke. I you know, it's funny. I, I said that to Dana Gould uh-huh. in conversation. Right. And like we were we were making a show together. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Dana Gould. Yeah, me too. He's the funniest person. And I and we were working on this animated show. And there was a character that was kind of like a mix of my biological father and his and his dad mm-hmm. that we kind of created. And I said that to him once and it kind of became part of the pitch. And then I was like, I bet I could say that on stage. Yeah. And it just killed. Like, all right. There, that was like a gift. It's, when, when you say something and like he's so funny that I trust that if he laughs at something, I'm like, maybe that's a bit. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I have the same uh, admiration for Dan, and I, and I had him on the show. And I said something, and he went, that's very well put. And I and I drove home with that feeling. And I went, hmm, okay. Good for Adam. <laughs> that's very well put, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, uh, 
Yeah, that he did have a little cat on his lap. It was so weird. I remember thinking, like, man, you're so good with. It's funny. Bad people can be great with animals. I just know <laughs> when you set that when you set the the picture in that bit. I just pictured your biological dad as a Bond villain. Just yes, sick. and he's not even a bad person. He's just a bad dad. He just wasn't an available dad. He had a hard hand that was dealt. And I mean, he you know his wife passed away from mm. cancer, and I think he wasn't ready. He already had a kid, and I don't think he was ready for it. And right. my mom chose to keep. It was it was a difficult situation i think so you get older and you're young and you're kind of filled with anger about sure. stuff but then also it kind of worked out in the best possible situation for me and i, I see that as i get older mm. yeah when we get older you see your parents and you see your teachers and the adults in your life as people you know as you become yeah you know and then you're like oh okay i get it now but when you were a kid how old were you when when you were aware that uh you had a biological dad it was weird we didn't really talk it's as much as great a relationship as we had it was something mm. that i didn't really bring up with her because i could tell it didn't it didn't really it was uncomfortable and right. we had a weird thing where you know i'm in a blended family i have a, a brother and a sister and you know they were they were related to my dad and then mm. i was with my mom and it was there was a lot of stuff we just never really talked about or if we did talk about it i was like seven or six okay. so it didn't register so yeah it never really came up until one day i just asked her about it and she's like oh he left you a note <laughs> i was like okay that's interesting uh so, so i yeah i was in a safety deposit box at a bank and i was like all right well pretty well written he was like an ad say he was in advertising and uh i was like all right and then i asked him i called him i said hey i'm uh sam and uh he said okay <laughs> and i said you want to get a coffee or something and we get yeah i met him and right. we hung out and it was like okay for a while but there was some stuff it's tough i really like his wife mm. you know she was in showbiz for years she right. was uh hair makeup for Cher and for lily tomlin and stuff and i love lily tomlin sure. so it's like oh that's kind of cool yeah so i i got to know them a little bit i got to know his side of the family a little bit some of them are in showbiz mm. and, you know entertainers whatever and then it just got harder it's like you know it's you give it a try and it doesn't really, you're like, I don't know if there's really, it's Man. weird. You say shit like, like to a date, you're like, this isn't really working. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, think I, it's not you. It's me. You know, I can't <laughs> look that. Thanks for the note. It's weird. I do. I, I do see him around occasionally. He's, uh, you know, he's not in amazing health. I, I'll check in occasionally, but well, he uh, seems old. If he's 86 now, he had to be older. Right. Well, the irony is not lost on me that I'm looking in when he needs assistance and right. I'm kind of like, Oh, so I'm just going to like come in now yeah. and take care of you. There is like, that does go through my head as, as difficult as something that's not, it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right. What what specifically doesn't sit right with you? The fact that. Well, he didn't help my mom out at yeah. all. So okay. I think, so I I think that's kind of. You. you seem pretty well yeah. adjusted. I would have a lot of friggin' anger, Sam. I got to be honest with you. I would. I, I've been in therapy for a long time. I'm, I wonder if, you know, therapy. Here's the thing. People go like once a week, right? Yeah. I, you go to the gym. You don't see results if you go once a week. That's so right. I wonder, like, do you need do you need to go like four times a week? I don't know. It's yeah. like I, I got to stretch three? out stretch out my anger. It's tough, yeah. I, and I I see a guy, a therapist who's very confrontational, and I, it's just it, not everyone's like that. Not everyone responds to. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need to say that to that person. I'm like, okay, well, I just don't. They don't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> so I don't. That we didn't solve. Now I have other. You're bringing other problems to my life. You know. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not always helpful. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. It's tough. I, I I definitely feel for him. I think he had a tough situation as well. I think mm-hmm. he wasn't well parented, but also you think about what, what you owe people. And I have so many people in my life who I, who I don't even, you know, we have busy lives. We're yeah. on the road all the time. I barely have time for the family that I, you yeah. know, I see them, but I, yeah. I don't, my brother and sister in Brooklyn, I don't get to see them as much as I'd like. Mm-hmm. My sister's got kids. I like to see the kids more than I see them. To to be a good stand up, I feel like I have to give a lot to it. Then I feel like I have to exercise from just not just like physical health, but from mental health. I have sure. to, you know. And then I want to have new material and stuff. There's not a lot of. I want more time. I wish days were longer. Mm-hmm. You know. I want my niece and nephews to recognize me. You know. Right. I don't want them to like when they see me be like, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's tough. You wanna you wanna put in time. We only have one go at this. You want to know, you want right. to spend time as best as possible. Like I value time. Mm-hmm. I really, as I get older, I value, like I, when someone is wasting my time, I try to politely tell them. Yeah. Can't, I can't know? stand being late drives me insane. Just yeah. drives me insane being late. That's why I always do better, Sam. Like if, when I had a trainer, cause I spent money, someone else is waiting on me and this, I'm now I'm responsible for someone else's time. So I'm always there early. I'm, and I try to, Stick to the time because that that triggers the responsibility switch in me. So yeah, being late drives me insane. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's terrible. Yeah, I value time. So, I value I uh, value time. I also value when you said responsibility. You know, what do I owe them? And you had a bit about um, <laughs> this this bit actually made me laugh. I wanted to play this for you about uh, when you were traveling and God forbid something happens. This made me laugh. It's tough after a breakup because I travel a lot. And when you travel a lot, you think of the person. Anything goes wrong on a plane, I'm like, shit, if anything happens, I hope she knows I love her. What do you think of as a single guy in that scenario? You're like, if this thing goes down, I hope my friend Phil knows I only liked him in small doses because he could be a lot. I got a friend, Phil. I know exactly what you mean. That's my friend Phil Hanley. It's, a, it's about, uh, yeah, you know, I wish that joke had a fucking laugh. These Bushwick hit. I tried to use every roof, and I'm like, man, Bushwick, can you fucking artists laugh at anything? Are you joyless fucks? They're really just the worst. It's like, like every time I do a show in Brooklyn, I'm like, you better pay me to bomb. If I'm going to bomb, I better get a decent amount of money. These fucking Brooklyn pieces of shit. They really like. They're like, I, I get what you're doing. They either do that, or they like, like I'm also an artist, so I get what you do. They either do that, or they do the the. Let me see if I agree with this. Let me run the standards and practices in my brain to see right, if this yeah. is kosher. It, they uh, Brooklyn, I'll, I'll still do it just because I want to do other rooms, but oh. I dread it. every time I do a show in Brooklyn. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> you know, it's never. There's no joy. Uh, well, that was from your special Up on the Roof, which you did on a bunch of roofs during the pandemic, which I thought was a brilliant idea. I love you taking advantage of the situation and, and producing yourself. That's one of the reasons I wanted to, Thanks, talk to, you. I, to tell you I really admired what you did and how you did Thank it. Thank you. Um, well, my friend Matt Salakus directed it, and mm-hmm. he's the best. And, and Dominic Mole was doing all those drone shots. So that's right. like, it just like looked awesome. And, and Matt is like – he's one of those guys that you just want to be – he just makes you want to make shit. He's one of those guys that's yeah. a positive force. I'll just bring him to the cellar and I'll be like, dude, take out a camera. We should be making shit. And he'll just he'll just start recording. We'll get I just like that energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be around someone that inspires you and, and makes you want to 
what makes you want to get out of your comfort zone you know like oh okay or yeah. or, or give you permission well, let me ask you this do you need someone to give you permission or push you out of your comfort zone well i'm so comfortable with him that you just need friends like that. I could just be so silly with him. Like mm -hmm. I'll just, uh, I'll just fuck with him and he'll laugh. Like yeah. he's, he's a great laugher. He's a generous laugher, but he's also got really good taste in mm -hmm. things, which is like a hard combo to find. Like I'll do shit on stage just for him. Right. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I'll, and I like, I like being with a friend that I can fuck. Cause you do like four sets a night sure. on some of these when he'll be with me. You're kind of like, I need to try some shit. I need to, he see me bomb. He see me kill. He mm. see, you know. That's good that you have that. That really, I got that with my friend Phil, who's on the show with me as well. He's he's a guy I'm comfortable with. And my wife, my wife, like you said, that she's a combination of great taste and a good laugher. I I have myself surrounded with, it. especially you know on the yeah. show. I got my my best friend, uh, my my pal and my producer, who's got great taste and he's a good laugher, and my wife too. So uh, yeah, and I, I count myself very lucky to be aware of of the support I have. Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you because you seem like you seem to me like when I asked you the question, do you need to be pushed or do you need to get permission? I think it's more more the permission part of like I think you need to more, yeah. be more comfortable. And there's a difference between having to come out of your shell and just having to know it's OK to be out of your shell. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, it's, I think I'm not the most. I wouldn't say I'm not, I, I, I open up when I know you is yeah, really yeah. what it is. Yeah. I'll be completely, but yeah, I want to make stuff. I really, I want to be busy. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like having projects. I like having things to do. I think like we both were, you were saying you have ADD. Oh God, pandemic. it's all over the place. Yeah. I have to force myself to have things or I will waste the whole day and I don't want to, I want to be productive. Yeah. So if I, if I surround myself with people like, we'll meet at this time, we'll do this. That's the only way it's getting done. Yeah. I need the structure in my day. I need I need the structure. Otherwise, my anxiety goes crazy, and I walk back and forth in a circle, and I'm muttering to myself. It's horrible. Yeah. It's hard. My mom sent me to a seven-hour ADD seminar when I was a kid. It was – I'm not kidding. It was seven hours. And it's like, do you know what, what ADD is? <laughs> this is you don't sit still for seven hours. This is horrible. I don't sleep for seven hours. I can't sit and pay <laughs> attention to one thing. Dude, I wanted to – I was so upset. Oh God! I had and Sam, you know what I have to do? I have nine different things going at once. I had I, I wanted to, I wanted to go over your 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 stuff. I wanted to pick the bits that I that really spoke to me, so we could have a nice informed conversation. I almost cut that joke you played. The you one, uh, yeah, because it bombed. I was just no, like, I, I kind of brilliant joke. Well, but it's funny. Some people sometimes I will hear jokes and people are like you you used a laugh track in your special. I'm like that guy. I didn't hear any laughs on that joke. <laughs> it's hilarious. People like, use a laugh track. First off. We Sweden laugh sometimes, but we I don't use a laugh track. Who's the fucking what do you think what do you think this is? It was a, I, a laugh track? It was on a roof in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, we mic'd a crowd. It's hilarious. I mic'd a crowd outdoors. What do you think it sounds like? Is this fucking so I do get sad sometimes when I hear some of those jokes because like I, I strung that special together much more quickly than I normally do. Sure. But I also hear some of those jokes. I'm like, man, I wish I heard that joke hidden a special indoors, you yeah. know, just the, the pop. So that, that's a bummer on some of those jokes. Well, I, I still think it was a brilliant joke. The laugh to me, I, you got the laugh from me. That's why I wanted to play it. Thank you, man. Look, I fucking, I did a bunch in Brooklyn mm -hmm. for whatever reason, man, you need the fucking artists. Just don't laugh. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, Van Gogh didn't laugh because he only had one ear. That's why you got you got to play. He had an excuse. Yeah, 
he had an excuse, but yeah, no, the, uh, they're just kind of underwhelmed. Or I learned so much doing these roofs of just right. how I had to promote a roof show. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be like, all right, free roof show. And then they, everyone would like confirm that they were coming. Four people would show up. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I got to charge people because they're not going to, they're not going to just show up. I have to charge. Yeah. And then I'd be like, all right, 15 bucks. I'll give you the location. It became like this whole, I'm like, this is my whole day now. I'm DMing strangers. <laughs> This is crazy. I, I'm uh, I'm asking I'm asking for pictures of roofs. It's so strange. But well, I remember at, at one point during the special, and you could see it on YouTube. It's called Up on the Roof. Sam Morell. It's very funny. The mic went out, and you guys left yeah. that in. That Which, happened so many times. Yeah. The mic would go out because I don't know something would go wrong constantly. We'd have different PA systems, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I thought it was funny to show the ugly parts as well because it was. That was kind of what attracted me to doing a special like that is that this is comedy for this period. It's, you know, if I want to do this in a way that's going to be somewhat safe, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to be a little creative. And also I realized it's funny. Someone said to me, you know, no one's ever done a rooftop special in comedy because, you know, the, the backdrop is so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, because that's not how comedians, you think I would have wanted to, (laughs) you think I'm like, you know what? The laughs suck. Let me get the fucking bridge though. That's awesome. That's yeah. Let me get the uh, FDR drive as a backdrop yeah, for this. That's that would why be the awesome. seller's magic because the ceiling's low. <laughs> exactly. But it look it does look my my agent's a New York guy and he mm. was like I loved how New York this is. I'm like New Yorkers will like the special yeah. because or anyone who's like been in New York cuz it does show that the energy. I took it so personally when that guy wrote that New York is dead mm-hmm. and I wanted to and look there's so much that's bothering me about the city right now like finding a cab now is like a mission. It's like yeah. your night. Yeah. I get a ca- I get a second ca- I'm like I think there's the same cab I got earlier tonight when I get in a cab now. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's so upsetting a lot of things but people are out there is an energy mm-hmm. and like you know we're a resilient city. I remember being in New Orleans after Katrina and feeling that energy. And yeah, and I, it, the difference is it's the whole country. Like you, it really is a whole country. So, but I'm a New Yorker and I want to be a part of bringing the energy back. I want to shoot something else. So I want to shoot a thing just showing that it's coming back. So yeah. that'll be my follow up to this. I'm not gonna do another special like this, but you know. Something. But it was it was very very well done as far as your resources. That's Matt, Matt and Dom. I mean they they're so good. So yeah, well well, well it showed man. It was uh, and I really liked. You could see it, Brooklyn aside, Sam. You could see, <laughs> so, I love Brooklyn. It's just the shows when it's like all those like like we're all in a band. I'm like I know you're not. I can tell you you're in a band because. <laughs> You all look like the Strokes, and you're not laughing. So I know, I know what a band is. Yeah, yeah. You're a band of depressed people. What are we doing? <laughs> no, I find, I love. That's what annoys me is like. You know, look, I'll do some great shows in Brooklyn mm-hmm. still, but the, a couple of those roofs were in Brooklyn, and they were great. It's right. just when it's when it's just like people with. That's why I fucking love New York because as opposed to LA where like literally everyone in LA is in show business. And you're right. like, that is, that's tough for comedy. That's tough for a show. Whereas New York, you're like, all right, this dude does this, this dude does that. Not everybody, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, so well, many there's a, there, yeah, this, And it's different with the tourists here. The tour, Cause you got tourists here in LA, you get tourists in, you know, you get at the cellar. Hopefully that Gotham. comes back. Yeah. But the LA tourists, they're looking for celebrities. So they, right. they have a different call to action than the, than the New York tourists. You know, the New York tourists, they want to see the people actually in the city that's part of the attraction 
True. But every, I feel like every Uber driver in, uh, in LA, it's like, they're like, all right, also listen to my podcast. I'm like, all right, I don't can I just take yeah. me to the place that New York. I feel like I'm like, this is just a regular dude. This guy doesn't have a side hustle. Yeah. They, they, look, the homeless here are on active pitch, you know? So yes, yes. <laughs> everyone's got, they really are. Everyone's got a script. The thing I found here is like, thank God I have my wife, Sam. She just yeah. she keeps me grounded, especially through this whole thing, because I know how I was before this, before yeah. I got married. And I'm a much better person, you know, than this. And to have that ground, it sounds like your friends right now are grounding you and inspiring you to do more together collectively. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think people just have a good energy. I love I, I think. You kind of have to you get to a point with stand up where you either like this is going to be like one of your things or it's mm. going to be your thing. And I think a lot of comics, it just kind of has to become your thing. And when you're at the club every night, you're around other people like that. And you yeah. just kind of want to be around those guys. All my friends just go so hard with stand up. So I just it makes me want to go hard. It it, it motivates me. It, yeah. It's good energy to be around. Yeah, it's good energy to be around. And I get a, a great deal of satisfaction when a bit works and it works not the way I sort of my head, but it just it works and it communicates what I want to communicate. I feel as, as weird as it's I feel useful. Does that make any sense? Yeah. You know, you fulfill people need laughs right now, man. They, the laughs are valuable right now. Yeah. The laughs are valuable. You see people leaving shows and they and they look happy. Yeah. And if I can articulate something that someone was thinking but couldn't put into words, that experiential laugh when I see a couple like some woman will push a guy or some guy will point to a woman that that's her or they double over and they shake their head and testify. That's the best laugh I can get. It really it's it's nice, man. It's nice when you get that new bit, too. It's like that's really what's pushing me right now. Mm -hmm. is I need a new act. You also wrote a joke that is something I do with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. I got to play that to you because this, this made me laugh, too. You know what women hate when you're when you're arguing? They hate when you tell them to calm down. So now when she yells at me, I say, love your energy. <laughs> love what you're doing a little more. I'm annoying. I repeat myself. I, I said to her, I was like, man, I love this Thai restaurant. She goes, you've told me that three times. <laughs> and I it. said, you're the only person that I hang out with anymore. <laughs> you want to spend all your time with me, there's going to be reruns. I can't, I can't bring it every night. That's what a relationship is. It's like a TV show where the writing gets progressively worse. Because season one, you're like, this is good. Season three comes along, you're like, we should kill off a character. <laughs> That's what I do with my wife. I told her, and Curry, I did the uh, Today Show. And I know she, she lives, right? So we're walking in my neighborhood. Every time we went past that building, she goes, let me guess, Ann Curry lives. People relate to that bit for sure. It, yeah. We all do it. You spend enough time with someone, you're going to get, you know, you're going to retell shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was one that it's enough. That was a joke that was like, oh, this is a, it's hard to lose those reliable jokes. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of I feel like almost feel like a college coach. And yeah. you're like, ah, this one's this one's not going to last long. I got to I got to let this one go. And this one's you know? graduating. But I still want to give time. another shot in front of the home team. Yeah, no, it's, that was a tough one to, to lose because I, I just like that joke. But, you know, I mean, I'll probably tell it a little longer on the road just mm -hmm. to just to fill the time. But uh, not that much longer. Yeah, you absolutely. We have to keep creating, my friend. And I love the fact of how you're doing it. You're making chicken salad out of chicken shit. You're a funny guy, and I hope we get to laugh together soon, my friend. And special is called yeah, Up too, on the man. Roof. It is on YouTube. You can check it out right now. Sam Morell on all socials. Um, you're a very funny dude, man. I like running into you. Thank you, cellar. man. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I hope I see you soon. Be well and be happy, my friend. Best of the family. Take care.
The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say you are dating a psychologist's daughter and she pulls that psychologist's daughter crap on you whenever you're arguing. Who are you really yelling at? I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products, and you know you get 20% off with the coupon code ADAM. 20% off with the coupon code ADAM at anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Honey, say go. Feel better. Go feel better. My name is Sam Morrell, and that was 30 minutes I will never get back. There were so many things I could have been doing, and <laughs> I had a I had a wide open day, Adam. Thank you. He made me laugh, and he made a special uh, on rooftops because that's what was available to him. I thought that was great. That was so clever and so Beatle esque. Be- yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's pretty much Abbey Road '69, and I wish I thought of it. <laughs> it was a good idea. Yeah. It was a really good idea. Yeah, well, apparently I, it was a good idea in every place except for Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, I was yeah. crying when he said that. Great. I was, I was, I thought that was a sc- No, no, no. I know what you do. Oh, I thought that was great. You yep. joyless fucks. I was, oh, yeah. God. I've been there. I, I've been with it. I'm too hip for the room kind of crap. I just, yeah. yeah. So I, and the way he does it is just, it was, it was really fun because it was so genuine. <laughs> they're they're like, really should I laugh, laugh at this? Yeah. <laughs> and I like the fact that he did it with his friends and he likes to be with people that inspire him. I thought that was great. I like that too. Cause yeah. I, I really think that when you surround yourself with good people, you know this, Adam, when mm-hmm. you're acting with someone yeah. who's a good actor what do you become? You got yeah. You got to up your actor. game. You got to up it quick. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Good people surrounding you only means you're going to be inspired and do your best. Yeah, but it's, it's hit it, it harder. Well, yeah. Well, here's the other thing about hitting it harder is you also have to because Alex pushes me to either think bigger, be better, be kinder, you know, be better than you are right now, and and I, I appreciate it, but it really pisses me off. especially when you're tired just really really honey i ain't got time to think about everybody else okay can't do it today i have to choose my words wisely yeah and the timing right but 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 i get what you're saying and i like the fact that he has that friendship but me and Mm -hmm. phil have that me and phil we do better together when when we're writing together we we bounce Mm -hmm. off of each other yeah for sure and, and yeah. me and Mark, we break the shows down together. We always find something that neither one of us knew was there in in collaboration. So I understand um, what what he's talking about. I just and and I understand you, honey. I'm very grateful that you're in my life because you make me want to be better. Mm-hmm. And remember Daisy Fuentes. Remember when she said, "Get over yourself. You're not that great." I'm still thinking about that when she was on the show. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, because yeah. she great. said, "I was like, I always want to be better because I want to be a better man for my wife." But I realized I want to be better. I have the opportunity to be better for me, so I could give to my wife and give to my friends. So that way, I'm doing it for me, and there's no resentment to other people. Like I'm trying to be better for you, and that's the way you treat me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's a right. trap. Yeah, it's a trap. It's a, it's an ego trap. So uh, I uh, I've learned a great deal from this podcast. Uh, getting back to the podcast again, it, it's all about me. It really is. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Glad I met Sam. Think he's a funny comic. Enjoyed spending time. Look forward to seeing him again. It's about me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our life, Sam. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, it just like you talked about that. He doesn't have a lot of opportunity in front of him. It's 
what's that line about like Lennon talking about like I don't know how to play a tuba, but if I'm pretty sure if you give it to me, I can make something out of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever is in front of you as an artist, you can create something with that and to have the vision to be like, you know what? Let's and you could you, you let's get up on roofs because you can't do that in like a lot of places in L.A. Mm-hmm. or D.C. or a lot of places. But in New York, you can't get away with that. So I, I just think it's a brilliant concept and execution. Yeah. And the jokes were good. I, I love yeah. the joke where he said, oh, OK, I don't mean to say calm down. I meant to say love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, I don't think it's just women. No one likes to be told that to calm down. All right. You're getting a little excited, honey. Take a breath. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like Calm to be told what to do. No, no. You don't or... think it's well... all right. I, I'm, I'm going to push. When I when someone tells me what to do, I want to do the opposite. Really? Yes, I do too. So now you yeah, know I'm a little secret. Yeah, it's not a secret. Do the opposite. It's not a secret. Did you happen to see what you tell me and what happens when you tell me that? Yes, very true. There you go. Yes. Apparently, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think women are more emotional than men? Men are just bottom line. Here's the thing I learned: I can't be bottom line. What do I need to do? What is it? What get to the point? Because I want. I'm very bottom line. What do I need to do to make it better? What do I got to kill? What do I got to buy? What do I got to paint? You know, what's going to make you happy? <laughs> you like to talk to connect, and I'm grateful that that that's happening. See, I would tell a woman to calm down, but I would say it like this: Calm down. The alimony checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. And you said it to more than one woman. You poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, Why do you think you're going at sea till the end of the year? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Just calm down. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Mark, have you had this with Gabrielle yet? No, we're oh. just sugar and what spice. What do you mean? Oh. Have you had this with Gabrielle yet? What? It's not just a woman thing. It's a people thing. Is Gabrielle a person? Yes. <laughs> Your witness. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. No, we have not had that moment. We are uh, still... You know, sunshine and stars in our eyes and, you know, sugar uh, and spice and uh, in that wonderful excuse face. Me. That's great. It, it It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say you're in two different countries? Yeah. We ju- we share one heart, though. Okay, Alex? <laughs> oh, okay. wow. You are so full of shit. That was... <laughs> Man. No, I fear, though, when... Because, Adam, you've seen me mm-hmm. when we when driving around. Yeah. Like, and you know, when the road rage comes out, she'll be like, honey, can you calm down? And I'll be like, nobody tells him. you see what that moron did. Yeah. He needs to calm down. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> puts Stern in a corner. <laughs> yeah. So I know that's coming. I know that's coming. But like you talk about with Alex, she makes me want to be a better person and, yeah. and think through things better. So but be so a better I, person for you. Although it's a trap. It's a, it, it's you. Yeah, you're no, using, that's great advice. You're using virtue as a mask to I'm yelling to be a better person for you. No, you're not. You're yelling because <laughs> you're a freaking moron is why you're yelling. <laughs> you know what yeah. else I loved about Sam? He did a show with his mother. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> they have a good relationship. Yeah. She's an honest critic. Yeah, and she she was funny too. When oh he... my god! Yeah, <laughs> Bro, honest to a brutal point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we start? I love the dad doing the dishes. Could you stop that? <laughs> that was great. Mark, did you hear that? Stopped it. Oh, okay, fine. I didn't know we were on the air. No, I heard what I heard. He said, she said, "Can you stop that? I'll do him later." And he said. Okay, good. Yeah, all right, great. <laughs> I don't yeah. have to do the friggin' dishes. Welcome <laughs> to showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> and how about 
uh, Sam meeting his his father, his biological yeah. father. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he loves his family; they're very supportive. And he's tucking his biological father like, uh, "Did he see me? Oh, great! I don't have to stop and talk to him." <laughs> well, there's yeah. all different kind of relationships out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. The cat joke was hysterical. So you did have it in you. <laughs> What a great joke. You can't help but think joke. that. Yeah, I would think the same I, I, thing. The same thing. And, and he was so honest that the, the man isn't in great health now. And he's thinking to himself, oh, now it's up to me. I got to, I got to, now I got to care for you after you abandoned me. So, On the other hand, mm-hmm. you don't know the position they were in well, at yeah. the time. So you really can't judge them. But I mean, you do think it, you, you do have to think it out and get it out and, mm-hmm. Just like say, hey, yeah, well, come on. Especially comics. Comics are very witty and they're always thinking. Yeah. So you know he overthink it. But he did. That's why I admired his honesty. He's mm-hmm. like, look, he had a bad, he wasn't ready. His wife died of cancer. He wasn't ready to be a parent at the time. He was not a bad guy, just a bad parent. But then he said, but he's in poor health now and I got to help him out. Yeah. That's what I thought was, <laughs> yeah, it was, that's what I yeah. thought was great was the honesty. Yeah. In that, I agree. In that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I thought I was adopted when I was a kid for a while. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm the youngest of three, and mm-hmm. um, I think I was like 25, 26. We're all hanging out Thanksgiving or something, going through all the pictures of our youth, and there were no pictures of me, but like tons of pictures of my two sisters. You right. know, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> where are the pictures of me? Nobody had. There was like one picture of me. That was it. Yeah, but that, that's, so, you were the youngest. It's not that you were adopted. They were just tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, yeah, like my sister Nancy is the oldest. She had more pictures. Yeah. Then my sister Cindy had a little less, and then I had like one picture. I was like, and for a while, I was like, am I, am I a dog? Where are my pictures? I was very, right. I was like, it bothered me. I, I my, my brother would would tease me. He'd go, you're adopted. And I remember thinking, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't need this crazy running through my system. It's so funny because I did the opposite thing of Phil. I, there's so many pictures of me. I'm like, I didn't look so good there. And I like and you take them out. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam and I share the same thing. We do not like to waste time. Just get to the point. Let's just do this thing. You know, see, this is why I send you voice texts, Adam. Yes, just to drive me insane. You know, that's <laughs> Phil's thing. Phil, Phil, I can't have a conversation with you. What I need to do is send voice text just to get my thoughts out. <laughs> I, here's the point. I don't care about your thoughts. I just tell me the point. <laughs> well, he if does it, might- and every voice text starts like this. <sighs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was just here because just- I need advice and I want to get it all out. Because here's what you do: you yell. You yell, you ask me questions. I That's how we yell. start things. I don't yell. Uh, Adam, you're yelling now. Honey, calm down. Okay? <laughs> Just calm down. All right? Exactly. <laughs> Here's, okay, and you know what? Phil, you're not wrong. Okay, here's what happens to me. Phil tells me what's going on. If there's an issue or a problem he's got to deal with, I get angry at the people that are doing this to him. So I go, what? Those sons of bitches. And then I start asking question after question after question because I want to find a way in and I want to and I want to find out how we can how we can diffuse this situation. So that's what I do. So, Phil, you're not wrong. You're just you just you just take forever. <laughs> it does. I, I want to give you all the details. No, you give me shit I don't need. It's like talking to my mother. First uh, of all, it, every, everything starts with this. Hi, <sighs> <My> pal. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm in pain, and here's the situation. <laughs> It's, it's, it's the same thing with my mother. Ma, Ma, can you pick me up at the airport? Adam, do you remember Aunt Marilyn? What? <laughs> <laughs> Aunt 
Aunt Marilyn's son, Jason, used to work at the airport. All right, is Jason coming to pick me up? I'm going to be a JetBlue. Are you coming or not? So I got to go through the whole thing. I just want to get to the bottom line. Yes, honey. Calm down, Adam. All right. That's fair enough. <laughs> just enjoy the moment. Yeah, it is the moment's killing me right now. It's just... <laughs> I want to thank Sam Morell for being my guest. <laughs> Sam Morell's a very funny guy, and I want to thank him for being my guest. You check him out on all socials. He's a very funny comic. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Farrar at Gmail. Uh, and thank you so much for supporting the show. Tell somebody you love about the show. That will help us out a great deal, as well as leaving us a review. That helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. And please remember, life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Go in peace. I, I left him a message in a bottle, and, and he didn't even read it. That's... And where did you leave this message in a bottle, Adam? Where was the bottle? I left it at sea because I thought it was poetic. <laughs> you left yeah. it at sea. At sea means the toilet. That's, where that, that, that's what that means. You put <laughs> the bottle in the friggin' toilet. Message in a bottle at sea? What idiots.